Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Welcome in to Kentucky Roll Call. It is Thursday, July 1st. Roll Call. A significant day in the history of the NCAA. We're going to talk about that history and more. I am Nick Roush. TJ Walker is on another weekend getaway. The king of weekend getaways. Uh, He's out and about. I'm joined by our good friend, Trevor Kelsey who is quick to make fun of T.J. Walker at any given moment. And I will start right about now. Uh, T.J., I defended you last time because you, by the definition, said a getaway is a vacation must be four days or more. Well, last I checked, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hey, look, public education works. No child left behind my ass. That's four days. You're on vacation, buddy. Oh, 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 oh. Trevor, you forgot too. Monday is, uh, the, uh yeah. it's 4th of July. It's, or that's the day that we not celebrate it, but it's the, uh, it's but the post office it. holiday. You recognize yeah. it. There you yeah. go. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, so five day weekend. I mean, that's a vacation by God. That is a full week. That is a vacation. Uh, so yes, yes, this is a, uh, you're on vacation this time. Mm. Sorry, dude. Suck it, buddy. The math doesn't lie. I mean, you you set your own parameters, and you have now met them, and you are uh, you must reap the reap the reward benefit. Oh, is there benefit? Lay your bed. You on it? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the benefit of Pittsburgh is because it's not Philadelphia. That's for damn sure. Well, uh, as Justin Kalen will tell you, Pittsburgh is home of the greatest football team in the history of football teams. Yeah, whose colors are black and yellow? Suck it, Trevor. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize Wiz Khalifa was the go-to. That that's like that's like art using your argument using Urban Dictionary. I mean, come on, dude. That doesn't count. No, don't whatever works. Whatever works. I mean, I Trevor, know. it's the most famous Pittsburgh Steelers song out there, right? But doesn't he doesn't even admit he he doesn't hasn't he said in the past it has nothing to do with the Steelers? I mean, I don't know. I thought it had everything to do with Steelers when well, I was. I, th- I thought it had everything to do with Pittsburgh in general because I thought that's where he was from. And, and that is basically their color scheme for I think almost every all team. Of them. Yeah, well, Pirates, well, the, well, the, well, not the Pitt Panthers though. They use more of a. Uh, oh, yeah. No one cares teams. about that. Yeah, and Pitt no also used to be blue and yellow, and then they got that they, they went to more of a navy and gold, but suck it, Pitt. Like, who cares about the Pitt Panthers? They have 500 people at their games at Highlands Field. Hey, Pitt, Pitt's got like 12 national titles, if you ask them. <laughs> I mean, they, they, I mean, no one, the only team that claims more national titles with them is probably Tennessee. Like, Tennessee's yeah. one of those schools that, like, I think they're one of, like, the six schools that claim the 52 national title or something. I, mean, least, know, I think one of those years in the 50s, there's like five schools that claim it all. Yeah, I think Kentucky's one of them. So, I think uh, they are, yeah. yeah. I think but at least something on that one, too. For the hell. It's it, like a civil lawsuit or something. At least Pitt did have that run in the 70s where they have a couple that are 
bona fide. Eric Dickerson. Uh, who was the Dick- Dickerson? No, what's what's the running back? I can't think of. Eric Dickerson. Tony Dorsett. Yeah, there you Tony go. Tony Dorsett in May. Matt, uh, Matt Mark May. Yes, was the Mark, and then, yeah. Which, by the way, we we are really being done a disservice that we no longer get Mark May and Lou Holtz dressed up in a judge uniform. No, Reese Davis was in the judge uniform while Lou Holtz and Mark May screamed at each other over college football at one in the morning on Saturday nights. That was, that was high quality television. And it's a, it's a damn shame that we no longer have that in our lives. And that was the 76 national title, by the way, just in case you were wondering. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. And uh, I can't believe I'm drawing a complete blank on the coach was the coach. The coach is the one that went to uh, uh, end up going to Tennessee right afterwards. Yeah. Dave Wanstead. Oh, (laughs) that's Dave Wanstead. It was uh, Johnny Majors. Johnny Majors, thank you. I can't believe I'm not a Phil Fulmer fan. In in my defense, I'm not used to being up at seven o'clock and working. That was a complete brain fart. I apologize. While we're what you so you mentioned Johnny Majors. Johnny Majors hates Phil Fulmer because Phil Fulmer basically stole his job while Majors was having. I think he had a heart attack or he had some sort of medical thing that made him miss half a season. And I, I can't remember him. There, but there was a lot of drama. The two hate each other. Uh, we have more drama at Tennessee, which, man, b- you'll never believe this, but another Tennessee volunteer entered the transfer portal yesterday. Really? Another one. Like they are – I mean, like, and I know that's a good, fun joke, uh, but since uh, since he – his name's Middleton. He's a defensive tackle. They might be down to so so Daryl Middleton. He is their second starting we defensive may- lineman that's left in the last week. Greg Emerson did as well. <laughs> There's a very good chance that they will not fill up their 85 scholarships. They might not even have 75 scholarship players tomorrow. I mean, it's or when the season starts, it's ridiculous how many players have left that program. I did not anticipate bringing this up in the first 10 minutes of the show, but I, you know what? It's a good time to laugh at Tennessee because it's always a good time to laugh at Tennessee. That I, I, I don't even think the, the, the Vol fans out there are – I don't even think that they're very optimistic. There is – they can convince themselves of whatever, but my God, they've even got to be worried that they'll even have enough players to field a football team this fall. They are optimistic, Nicholas, and I hear here's why I will tell you why I will tell you why. Uh, it's because it, today is the day, the beginning of when Tennessee thinks will be the resurrection of their program. I said this on a week ago on last Friday, the news came out of the NIL with Kentucky and other states that will eventually start jumping aboard with Kentucky and Florida and amongst others. Tennessee will be on there. Today is the day that we will see on the next documentary of the U3 of the day that the, the Miami began their resurrection to part three of the U and Tennessee. This is this is where they this is where they shine. They're now allowed to do everything they haven't been allowed to do. They're going to be allowed to not pay for play. As I air quote to everyone, but you know, yeah. just you and, and Justin on the video, uh, they're they're going to be allowed to start. Um, Tennessee Rocky Top is coming back. Yeah, they're going to be able to get sponsored by McDonald's. And instead of paid in <laughs> checks, they're just paid in bags of cash. So um, while that is a little tongue-in-cheek, uh, 
the the floodgates they did open last night at midnight with nil uh did, did I, I miss anything i stayed up to about two yeah i did a lay down last night and i didn't notice did, did anyone sign already right at midnight did i was i was hoping for that yeah i, I haven't that. seen any justin have you seen any of these uh Darren Rovell put a report out that of course, a, <laughs> a gymnast from LSU was expected to sign over a million dollars in contracts here. I, I was assuming it would happen right at midnight, but I didn't see anything about it. What yeah. would have been the odds that it was a – I mean, Olympic sport, I guess, I could have assumed would have been maybe one of the early ones. But I don't, I didn't, I don't know. I guess maybe I didn't expect it to be – I guess I should have expected Olympic sports to, to, to break the door down originally because they – have probably been in more discussions with this long before it became allowed. Well, and I'm thinking, what are we went into this with a certain expectation that we would hear the numbers and all the contracts, but what if it's one of those situations that we don't really hear anything about who's endorsing players until you see a commercial or whatnot? So I have our first one, and I would yeah. like to give, I would like to rescind a suck it to UK pass. Oh, was it Toyota? <laughs> no, it, no. Then I would have to tell him to suck it um, if it was Toyota. But his idea for a player's podcast sponsored by somebody locally, that happened off court with uh, the McGowans, who I don't I, – These are Nebraska – Trey McGowans and Bryce McGowans. These are Nebraska – wait for it basketball players Ooh, they, they've got yes. a podcast that's sponsored by a bar a couple of bars in uh lincoln so that they're the, they're one of the oh. first to see deal hold on uh, i'm a, yeah yeah that, aren't they basketball. not allowed to use a sponsor that is that can't be older than 18 or whatever? that was kentucky not in oh, okay i got you i got that's you. Mitch, so that's Mitch barnhart uh yeah taking all the fun out of everything true yeah, that is pretty much the only like legitimate uh what's the word I'm looking for? Prohibition I that I, I've seen. I don't know if the word legitimate can be used with NILs with what we're about to witness in the next six months, but <laughs> but I haven't seen really any uh when it when uh, so UK released their rules, pretty much all the schools did. I didn't see Robo's rules stuff. Did it did it say just it was rule one anarchy? Rule two, let's let's roll. Uh, report your stripper pay to the IRS. <laughs> you don't want to get audited. That that's rule number one. Over. Oh both. man, I can't wait till PTs comes through. <laughs> Come on. But the uh, the, the really the the only restriction we were like, oh come on, where they cannot um. They cannot at the University of Kentucky. They cannot promote products and establishments that market products exclusively to those eighteen years of age or older. So, you know, Tin Roof does not exclusively market to eighteen years or older because ah, you can. They serve food. So, I think really, aside from like a handful of establishments in Lexington, uh, you know, and in the breweries and the and stuff like that. Most places you could say, well, you know, it's a sports bar. Two Keys serves food during the afternoon, even yeah. though. It is a bar. So um, that's one of them. Obviously, no strip clubs, tobacco, marijuana, vapes, lotteries, casinos, sports ragering. Uh, and the limit on apparel. So I, 
I, I've seen uh, somebody sign an apparel deal, not with UK, but um, a Nebraska volleyball player, Lexi Sun, who, by the way, she is she's one of those female athletes going to make a ton of money. She and she kicks ass at volleyball. Uh, one of the, I think it was All American last year. She signed a uh, uh, an, an endorsement deal with a volleyball apparel company, and the sale started at midnight. So um, that was an early one. You can have these apparel sponsorships so but you just can't wear them during team activities uh yeah that makes sense i mean yeah i get that i mean that's kind of like uh you know like when the uh in the the dream team when they they you had the nike guys but reebok sponsored the dream team stuff and they made them wear the flags over the logo <laughs> right right, yeah, right so yeah who the hell knew Nebraska would be so far out ahead of the curve? My hand is raised over here because I mean, man, this is exactly what I, I I talked about this, you know, last week with TJ, uh, Justin. I mean, this is you're going to see some, especially some of these older schools that have the money. Like your Nebraska, your Tennessee, some of these old school programs are going to start coming back up. Yeah, the um, they oh, can now do, they can do what they did in the eighties. Oh, we do it now. We also have uh, Dante Allen. I, I, I have seen a Dante Allen shirt. We have Dante Allen apparel. The players trunk.com has Dante Allen swag. So uh, wow. if you need to have Dante Allen swag in your life, 30 bucks for a premium t-shirt and $60 for a hoodie. Uh, he'll also... Uh, now, is he officially sit, with this? Because we're going to see bootleg stuff now already, too. Yeah, yeah. He's officially with it. He can also, you can pay $50 for a personalized video message or $80 for the Dante Allen virtual experience, a 10 to 15 minute Zoom call. Oh, the players are on Cameo now. That is great. Yeah, this is oh, nice. technically yeah, not we men- Cameo, but yeah. We mentioned Cameo, something like Cameo yesterday, Trevor, mm-hmm. and that, that's definitely going to happen. Oh, yeah. And I, and I I know you didn't specifically say Cameo, Nick, but you basically described it. I mean, yes. Not, I mean, that's what Cameo is. I actually, uh, <laughs> I was going to, I've never done Cameo. I didn't even know what it was until like less than a year ago, but. Uh, I, I was going to for my fantasy football league get a like a get a cameo of like Bret Hart talking trash to my the other members of my fantasy football team and posted it on like our Facebook page. Just uh, I figured that'd be that'd be worth a hundred bucks. I, I think it'd be fun. Uh, but the really uh, I, I was mentioning prohibitions earlier. The big one is uh, you can't use the school logo as part of your advertisement stuff, which Unless I think was a given. Okay with it, right? Yeah, but none of them are. <laughs> because, uh, I don't know about that yet. I mean, let's just come on. I mean, what you're telling me if if Nike doesn't want to give two million dollars to the next Zion Williamson that goes to Duke, Duke's not going to be okay with the logo being on the commercial. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's all of their rules, though. All right, don't use our logos. Uh, now, I do think that, like, you're right, though, Trevor. That is going to be the weird. Gosh, that sounds so weird. I'm not. I just got a bad taste in my mouth. You're right, Trevor. <laughs> I mean, this going to be like Brett Favre in the Wrangler commercial where he's wearing all the Packer colors, but nothing Packer logoed. Yeah. <laughs> that I, I, I think that's we're going to see a lot of this. The, Al, the Dante Allen logo was, uh, uh, you know, it, it was just him in a blue and white shirt with 11 jersey on. Um, but I, I'm curious. They don't – how the – 
where the fine lines are with those kind of apparel deals and whatnot. Um, I mean, obviously, if you sign with Nike, you're going to wear Nike stuff during basketball games if the school's a Nike school. So you could have your own custom shoes, uh, your your own uh, Zions or whatever in college to wear at the time. And it's not technically part of the nil deal. This is a part of the, the UK uh, deal that you have. So, or, or your Jalen Durans, like if you have your Duran shoes, you, you could be right. fine. So that's where I think there is going to be a little bit of gray area to work with. Um, but for the most part, they're kind of cut and dry. And as we expected, I know some people were freaking out before Bashir issued that executive order. The NCAA did wash their hands of the nil rules. They said, all right, well, we're going to give you – they." <laughs> I mean, they pulled a real Trevor Kelsey and turned in their paper, you know, five minutes before it was due. You know, this oh is... Oh, my God, was ever five minutes before, dude. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I think they <laughs> did this at 4 p.m. Uh, so they did it a whole eight hours before the deadline hit. But they, they did approve uh, a nil policy for all 50 states. And it essentially was like, hey, um, you know... So the, so the governors are moot. It, it, it didn't matter what if well, Kentucky or the 13 other states uh, did the rule. And some blades are just like, you know, screw it. You're, you're all good. Yeah. And it essentially says, hey, all of you that have nil rules, you can follow them. And if you're in a state that doesn't have nil rules, you can just choose another state and go by those rules. But we're not going to enforce any of them. Oh, so, man. This is going to be, hey, oh, man. Uh, this is just this is going to be a total mess. The Pandora's box is opened up. How, how long does this oh, go man. on before we severely regret it? Uh, six months to a year. So wait, are you are anti nil? You don't want oh. the players to make money? I'm hundred percent. I'm hundred percent against it, Nick. Absolutely. I'm, wow. I'm, unlike Mitch Barnhart, I'm I'm with Justin. I'm with Mitch Barnhart. I'm not a fan of this either. But I know it's inevitable. So unlike Mitch Barnhart, I'm going to have to accept it and go with the flow. Uh, Mitch more being kind of like, you know, Denny Crum in 87, like kind of three-point line. <laughs> What's that? Ugh, I'm refused to coach to that. Him and John Thompson for go five years before they realize it's a three-point line. Time has passed him by. I know that's where Mitch has started to head towards. But I'm with him, though. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of this. I wasn't a fan of it. But. Uh, it's, it's here, it's inevitable. So you might as well go with it. And I just, I, I just don't think, yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I think we're going to be about a year down the road where we're going to be like, Oh, good Lord. What, 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 what can of worms, Pandora's box, fill in the blank old school saying did we just do? I mean, so hey, I, my question, you, especially for you, Justin, what, what in particular makes you so against it? Because I feel like a place like Indiana basketball, this could be your way, like Trevor said, with Tennessee football, Nebraska football, this could be your way to get back. Yeah, I mean, that's the same. That is the exact same argument that TJ spun to me. And and yeah, it's true. And I'm kind of with Trevor in the fact that it's it's here. We might as well embrace it. But the professional levels to me, Nick, are the athlete's shot to make money. I mean, 
do I do I think college kids shouldn't be making money? No, absolutely not. Do I think they should just be able to go out and sign million dollars worth of contracts? Absolutely not. That's what the professional levels are for. I, I don't know. College athletes just get compensated in so many other ways that I just just all this just seems so unnecessary in my I, opinion. I, I do like how this kind of I mean this this really stemmed and started when Ed O'Bannon got you know was broke because his NBA career was a flop. And he was like mad because he realized he remembered that they used this picture on a basketball box after his eligibility had you know gone down at UCLA. So he comes back and wants his like eight dollars share of you know the civil lawsuit he put against the A Sports and took away my college football for the last six years. I hate you, Ed O'Bannon. And it, it, it now got to the point where now it's not likeness rights of the school making money off the kid, but now we're just like oh now now the floodgates have completely open. I mean. The school wasn't putting any university, any of their athletes on any commercial, but now they're allowed to. I mean, that, that's where where did one go with the where did one hand go with the other? Man, you I all mean, are just a bunch of curmudgeons. My Trevor, God, I'm listen. I, I know it's it's going to happen, but I don't think this is me and TJ have talked about this for years. I mean, it's not as easy as putting a you know a cringe, a, a chingy lyric on your Twitter account in the morning and then spend the next eight hours bitching about how athletes and NCAA are evil. You know, it's they're it's not as easy as just saying pay them, and that's what they've just now see. Here's the thing that is, um, because you're like Trevor, this is the compromise for all the pay for play. Oh, I don't want college players to be paid. Well, they just let them make their own money. You're telling them go out, make your make as much money as you want using your name and have fun with it. And because here's the thing that I think both of you all are, and I mentioned it the other day. Uh, these million dollar deals, it's for the pros. Like for a lot of these guys and gals out there, they're going to just be making money uh, simply off of Instagram ads, sh- uh, shilling for some online products and camps. Going to be a lot of camps and some autograph signings. Yeah. And I was, tr- I was trying to think of this last night because I wanted to ask you all since 1990, which player from your school would have made the most money on nil it because here's the thing with a lot of guys i was trying to think since 90 i just want to do the last three decades um because daryl griffith i think would be an easy one uh indiana basketball like that was pre-90 that was when they actually had good players yeah yeah, racking up yeah yeah. for sure but was Calvert Cheney in the nineties yeah let's go post Calvert Cheney then Damon Bailey. Yeah, Damon Bailey. I mean, yeah, easy. Well, post those guys. I'm looking for some more recent. (laughs) I was thinking, I was thinking Oladipo myself. Okay, okay. Because my my the guys that were coming to mind for me first, like Cameron Mills, he made all of his money because he got. I mean, his biggest shot was in his. He only played two more games after that, and he was done. He could sign autographs and be Cameron Mills for a while. A lot of those local guys yeah, still got their shine, uh, but I, I, I was curious. So you you think about Oladipo, um, Trevor? Do you do you got any? Uh, since nineteen ninety, I mean, Bradford Smith comes to mind right away. If you go going earlier, you know, from earliest to newest, uh, Dewan Weeds, Maki Walker. Mm, yeah, uh, no, you're I mean, you're wrong so far. You haven't had the correct answer. Well, There's I'm, one that's I'm, I'm actually going from her again. I'm going kind of coming up the timeline of the '90s up, uh, and then I mean, you get to 
there's the correct answers, Trevor. You're just you're not giving me the correct answer. Who's the answer you want to hear? The the players that are going to make the most. I got I got two in football and one in basketball, and both of them would have made an absolute killing. I actually have a T-shirt with the 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 picture silhouette of Lamar Jackson jumping over the the Syracuse guy. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, guess. he would have made a butt ton, but yeah. I still don't think he would have made as much as Bush Brom doing dual campaigns together because. As big as Lamar was, you had four years of those guys. Whereas Lamar was two years, he wasn't a local guy. Uh, and the correct answer for basketball is Russ Smith, like without a doubt. I mean, yeah, I mean that would have because yeah. Russ had the personality to do all of the interviews, to do the podcast, to do speaking engagements, to do the autograph signings, like him and eating pancakes uh, for money. I mean. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That pancake picture is hilarious. By the way. I mean, like, every time I see it, I giggle. Uh, I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, they're, 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 I mean, locally, there's going to be all kinds. I mean, it's those are going to be, but a lot of local money you're going to get is going to be small compared to your national stuff. I mean, you know, the big time recruits are going to get like I think you all talked about this, and you, you mentioned Daryl said that I guess the there was a seven figure signing for whatever the the Olympic player from LSU. Uh, I mean, you're going to – the big athletes are going to – they're going to give them the big money right away because a lot of the companies are also going to do it thinking much like what we saw under the table, which there's still going to be so much more under the table with this and getting a ways around it because we don't even have an actual, like, basis baseline for what the rules officially are for anybody, uh, is that you're going to see a lot of these companies you – know, you're going to see some, some figures going out there right away. I mean, who, I don't know who – you, not in football as much, I think, right away as in basketball. Football, you're going to see it kind of more trickle down the, the roster. Because you got to remember, in football, so you can't leave until your junior year anyway. Right, right, right. I mean, so um, you're going you're to see, I mean, in football, it's going to look a lot like, the you know, that SMU documentary where they talk about, you know, backup linemen getting this and that, and, you know, and, and basically paychecks going out. And as long as you put, you know – you know, you know, whatever, you know, Morgan and Morgan on it, it, it counts. It doesn't, it's, it's legal. Well, and that's why Lamar, any sort of returning Heisman Trophy winner is going to be the highest paid person in college football. Uh, I, winner, I don't know. Anybody in the top 20 can, considerations is going to get paid. Yeah, but especially winners, though, um, because I don't know if y'all saw the Johnny Manziel video where he was talking about getting paid to sign autographs afterwards. It was, to the point where he he had dudes negotiating, uh, for different stuff, and it was really sly too how they they would do it. He would go to a hotel room. They had all the merch out on the bed. He would sign it all. The guy would text him a code to the safe once he sent him a picture of everything signed, like a video of it, and then the cash would just be in the safe for him to like like a like a plot to a movie like oh yeah you want to see your dog alive just send a picture of the of the good the goods and i'll give you the code to let little fido out of the safe Uh, so you know it's it's funny i I wonder at what point how long before and you won't get this reference here with justin but my good wrestling fans out there before everybody starts going the virgil route where you know the, the old school wrestler who's hanging on to those last days of glory and every time they see somebody who remembers them from their youth, go, hey, can I get a picture? And they go, yeah, 20 a picture, 30 an autograph. I mean, you're, you're, you, what, what, what's the stop, you know, the, the player coming off the field 
at UK or U of L or you know wherever. And little Johnny's like, "Can I get your autograph?" He's like, "Yeah, kid." He signs it, looks at the dad, and goes, "I love you, fifteen dollars." I mean, what? I mean, that's is that what we're gonna get to at some point? I mean, like, like uh, you see, here's the thing though, Trevor, you're being so jaded about it, but like they no, already I'm, do, they are they do that though. I mean, not really? not, not in that right there? not in that big of a jerk method. But as soon as players are done, they make a, t- a killing signing autographs at places, and they charge 30, 40 bucks for it. And you All know right. what? Fans don't mind paying it because they f- see that as like a uh, as a thank you for your four years of service. Here's a little bit of what I can do to give back. Hell, on my desk right here. The, I have a Jeff Shepard signed picture of one of the autograph tours that I went to when I was seven, eight years old. It's funny that, that, that the this stems a lot from athletes saying that the, this is not right, that the university is making the money off them. But yet, most of these athletes, are no one's giving a dime for their autograph in, in, unless they actually played for said team. Like, no one is paying yeah. for Dante Allen. They're paying because he's at Kentucky. Not yeah. because, that, that's the only... So therefore, now as the role has been switched, because now it looks like the athletes are going to be the one taking advantage of the school instead of the other way around. Oh, oh, Trevor, I'm, I'm, Trevor, I'm glad you brought that up because that's really Nick. And I know you you were kind of snide in that remark, but it's that's a realistic possibility. I mean, these athletes are going to take money away from schools. The, well, the athletic mean, departments are going to be hurt. I mean, what what if you got? Let's use Toyota. Keep the Toyota example going, but yeah. are they going to want to? Are they going to want to sponsor UK and a select list of players, or are they just going to want to put their money one spot where they can see more benefit? Well, but that's 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 the reason probably why Mitch Barnhart and some other athletic directors were hesitant because they're worried that the pot isn't big enough for both, yeah. and that some of their sponsors will dip pot. out and, and sponsor just the players because I think uh, that's realistic. Yeah. Well, so what? Who cares? Like that's how the free market works. Follow up. water will find its level. All of these concerns are frankly just short-sighted. So um, to each of you, I can say suck it. <laughs> I'd also like to say as we go to a break that I think it's safe to say that Jared Lorenzen would have cashed in better than anybody uh, when well, it I mean, that did- for for Kentucky football uh, over the last 25, 30 years. Him or Couch, but I think Lorenzen's personality he could have. He could have done a little bit more nationally, you know, as being the big quarterback. And hell, he still cashed in quite well uh, after his playing time. But I think Lorenzen would have been the top football guy. Benny Snell and Josh Allen would have done very well for themselves as well. I would, but, but Lorenzen being a Kentucky kid, a quarterback, I would. I, I think he'd be the UK football most valuable, you know, in my lifetime. I would the one the one thing that I'm willing to agree with that for is because Lorenzen was also on a team that that a UK roster that already we already know wasn't afraid to give out money to recruits. No, so, I mean we we, we already we already know Mummy in that roster was willing to give what was the, I don't remember the Memphis defensive tackle's name now. I always forget it. It wasn't Dimitri Poe, was it? No, it, it was Meads, uh, the, the guy that was like looked like me and, and was and played like Elam. But uh, yeah, it's uh, so yeah. I'll go. I'll go Lorenzen on that one. Oh, by the way, before we go to break, I know we won't be able to hear, it, but Happy Canada Day! It's oh. uh, today. Today, all my music is. Uh, I said Justin are all my favorite Canadian uh, treasures of, in the music world. And yes, oh, in case you're wondering, and don't tune, keep staying on, tuned on for the next ninety minutes here, there will be no freaking Drake. 
Yeah, that's the stuff, Trevor. Go, well, go Drake. Well, to all of our listeners in Canada, we hope you enjoy hey. your Canada Day and drink that milk out of your bag. Slap the bag before you do. And bag. don't go anywhere because we'll be right back before you know it with more Kentucky Roll Call and Big X Sports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. My old man is a television repairman. Got the ultimate set of tools. I can fix it. Oh man, I hit uh, I hit the mute button. Lord. Oh no. Trevor oh, could my. see me talking too. And I, I thought I, I thought I was back and I thought I, was, I thought I went deaf. I was like, I was checking my head. <laughs> Wait a minute. My hearing is not the thing that's supposed to go. Okay. My eyesight is lost. I clearly am not in good shape. I the, 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 the like the one thing I have no I have great hair. I, you know, I have the smile of a 70s British man. I'm like, I mean, hearing is the one thing I'm supposed to have left. Mm. That and sense of smell, which is not a good thing sometimes in my house. But, but I, I was like, I'm, I can't be going deaf. Yeah, <laughs> nice to, way, way to drop the ball there, uh, Nick, right off the bat. You know what? I was bound to drop it at some point or other. But you know who never drops the ball, though, Trevor? Who never drops that ball? Salsaritas. Oh. Every time I go to Salsaritas, it's... uh grand slam hit it out of the park that's a place that i'd love to get a nil nil deal with because they have the actually no i want to keep talking about salsaries here so don't take your roll call money and give it to some athlete because i still need the wildly addictive chips in my life the fresh guacamole the really tasty sauces which i know trevor you can be a little man it's too hot the hot salsa it hits all the right notes Salsaritas, it's deliciously different. It's the best of the best. And do yourself a favor before you go. Just download the app because you're going to save a ton of money. Justin Kalen, he was he was dragging his feet for some time, but he finally tried it and he could taste the Salsaritas difference. I, will, I do have one complaint about Salsaritas, and that's they close at like 9 o'clock. Uh, Trevor, I, give me the 24 I, Trevor, hours. I, I just, I, I'm teeing up our friend here to just hit one out of the park, and you complain about our great sponsor. What the hell, buddy? Justin T, dude, Justin's the only guy I've seen strike out on a t-ball game. Okay, there's, he ain't hit nothing out of the park. He ain't about looking, by the way, which is the amazing part. Very true. Never, never hit a home run in my career, but. I will say, Trevor, I, Nick, I'm going to have to be with Trevor on this. That hot salsa is too hot. No, oh, come on. It's just too hot. The, medium, the medium is where it's at. Uh, well, no, I, I, I love, listen, I, I actually, it's not too hot for me, but Nick, when you, when you, when you get to that 40 mark, well, it's, it's not, it's not as much as too spicy. It's just, it's just not, you just finishing the meal on the way to the bathroom, really, because it, it goes, Trevor, 
I mean, what do you want me to do? Yes, this is an advertisement, damn it. And you're just out here quite literally dumping on them. (laughs) Suck it, Trevor. (laughs) Gosh, goodness gracious. Turn his mic off. We got to get Trevor the hell out of here. Salsaritas, they're the best of the best. Ignore Trevor Kelsey's uh, comments because he's, he's delusional. He didn't sleep at all last night because he stayed up watching the Clippers and the Suns. The Suns, Devin Booker, are in the NBA Finals just the second time. Uh, the other time was back when Charles Barkley helped them get there in 93, uh, and they lost the, the last. I think it was their only one, though. No, they, they lost in 76 as well to the Celtics, I believe, 75. With Connie I didn't even, know, and company. didn't even know that the Suns had been around that long. That was the uh, the infamous they, – yeah, they've been involved in, I believe, not one but two triple overtime games in the NBA Finals. Hmm. Both in the 70s and in uh, the 93 series. Well, first time since 93. And I watched probably 20-ish minutes or so of that game. Couldn't watch it all. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins had a beautiful, beautiful shot. A buzzer beater uh, right before the... uh, At the end of the first quarter where he's fading away and he banks it in off the glass. It was was hilarious. Uh, Because, like, banks are always open. Especially when a big man's shooting three. But uh, I, I think the... The biggest talking point from Boogie's performance, uh, who knows, it could be his last with the Clippers. I'm not sure what his future holds there. But Chris Paul, just when I, every time I try to come back on Chris Paul, Justin, he just takes a dive. And my God, it, Boogie was just trying to grab the ball to like inbound it. And Paul, it was like somebody hit him in the head with a wrench, his reaction. It was the flop and his flop in the history of flops. And the worst part about it is they actually went to the replay and still gave him a technical foul. Well, so Chris Paul has perfected the art of acting with the State Farm commercials. We all know that. And it was evident in that game last night. Nick, was that call worthy? Well, what did they call, first of all? Was it they like just, an aggressive taunt or something? No, they said a physical taunt. A physical taunt, yeah. We're so like, he didn't touch him, though. It's not a he, physical if they don't touch him. But he did. He did. And you... You might not want to admit it because it's your boy, DeMarcus, but he did kind of throw that elbow a little bit as he was coming around the head of Chris Paul. Now, he didn't – I agree with you. He didn't make contact. The contact was soft. There was no reason for Chris Paul to fall to the ground, but he did throw that elbow. I I want to say two things. One, I want to correct Nick, who referred to him as the Booker sons. It's actually the Chris Paul sons uh, that are going to the finals because Chris Paul is the reason why they are in the finals and probably why they were even in the playoffs to begin with. And second, uh, I didn't see the said play you guys are talking about because it happened in the first quarter and no one watches the first quarter. No, it happened no, in the third was, quarter. Uh, this was in the third, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, again, it wasn't in the fourth uh, when it matters or in the last six minutes. And when I went online and I saw the CP flop or something trending, I, I guess I would have now in hindsight expected to see what you're talking about. But yet, for some reason, when I went on there, I saw Twitter, and it's it's all it's elegance, making fun of Paul for flopping off the Patrick Beverly play, and I'm like, <laughs> that's not flopping, getting nailed from behind blindside by Patrick Beverly. Yeah, that not was flopping. That, that was bad. Hurt. <laughs> that was that was really bad. Uh, I mean, he might have stayed down a little longer than he needed to, but. That sure as hell wasn't flopping. I mean, Patrick Beverly's going to back a punch, I'm sure. Now, I, I don't mind Patrick Beverly. It was a dirty, dirty play you're going to get. 
But I do – I don't mind Beverly because he is kind of one of the, the few remaining old-school guys out there, even though he's not that old. Chris Ball's probably older than he is. That, uh, you know, will actually, you know, don't try to guard somebody. Justin, can you explain what the motive was behind that push? <clears throat> We're down I, no, I can't. No, I, I truly can't. That's And I told you all before we came on air today, I am not a Patrick Beverly fan just for reasons like that. Like, control your emotions, dude. He's always just out of line. And that one last night was ridiculous. The game's over. Your season's over. Go home. I will, I will, you know, you, you, the motivations, Nick, are exactly what, I mean, you, you love the dad references, and that's what it was. It was five minutes left in the game. I'm going to beat traffic, kids. Let's go. You know, that, that, <laughs> that's what that was. I mean, you, you, that was the, I mean, right after he hit the three in, in, in Morris's face, I forget which twin Morris it was. I forget which one played for them. And, you know, Beverly was like, oh, there's six minutes left in this game. We're now down by, what, I think it was 18 at that time. I know this game's over. We're done. You know, PG NC thirteen over there. The the bum that he is has given up. Kawhi Leonard hasn't even shown up. You know, I'm out of here. Let's uh, let's let's get out of here early and get to get to the club. You know, let's be traffic. He was already yeah. halfway undressed. He was down. They were watching him walk down the tunnel. He was already halfway undressed before he got out of the camera. Trevor, I sent you the video of that Demarcus Cousins physical taunt. I don't know if I can yeah. watch it on here. It um, it was pretty lame. It was pretty lame that the boogie one. It, the thing that bugs me most about it, and I know Justin, you were complaining about officials, and that was as I was dozing off because the Suns, uh, the Clippers had a decent run. They cut it to six a few times, but the Suns were in control the whole time. Uh, I actually do think the Suns have some nice pieces because Michael Bridges, he's a good lengthy guy. They got um. Tory and Craig to to give them a little bit off the bench. It's it's good to have those lengthy wings who can hit threes and play defense. The three and D guy, I know that gets said a lot, but that's really valuable against some of these star teams. But uh, to get back to it though, the 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 part of the playoffs that annoys me the most about all of the instant replay because this year feels like they've pumped in a lot more so replay than normal. Much. And, like, they don't even get it right, you know? I mean, Bridges, it was really annoying that they challenged the first play of the second half, and they're like, oh, we're, we're upholding it. It's still a foul. It's like, yeah, but it looks like he got all ball. So, like, I, 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 they spend so much time in replay, and I don't even think they get it right. So the answer to better basketball isn't more replay. It's it's less replay. Better officials. I mean, the, the officiating, and it wasn't just last night. It's been this entire NBA playoffs. Just, oh, my gosh, so terrible. <laughs> I, at least the college refs are not alone in being awful at, at, at their jobs. But we do have the Suns. They're, they're making it. They, they got them in six, I think. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you can mark it right down. The Suns win the finals in five. Yeah, absolutely. No matter who they play. Most teams in the East are coming. coming. Yeah, I, I mean, they're not coming close. to Even if the Clippers have won, they were going to win in five. I mean, it's not like it's some like groundbreaking statement to say that the West is that far ahead of the East because it's been that way for, I don't know, like you know, like 25 years or so now going on. But, I mean, and, not, and that's not to say, well, the East is what about LeBron won titles? Jordan, the best team might have all – the singular best team might have all been the East, but the West has always been a better conference top to bottom for nearly 30 years now. But, and, and, uh, and, and, and that's going to be the case this year now. The best team is out of the West again. And 
yeah, that's it's not it's yeah, they're winning five. The, the, especially if the Hawks get there. I mean, good lord. Yeah, especially if the Hawks do. The Hawks I would think that the Bucks finals. because defensively, like we saw in I want to say it was game five, like that that turned into a meat grinder because the Suns just couldn't score in the fourth quarter. I I could see the the Bucks grinding out some wins defensively against the Suns. But it, it, I mean, a lot of it's going to hinge on Giannis's health, and also how many games they have to play. I mean, that that Western Conference series got started what a week early, and not a week early, but it, it started three or four days earlier. Now this one's going to end with potentially three games left in the Eastern Conference Finals. They could be playing till a week from now. They might get a week more of rest. So I, I ultimately, I think the Suns are going to do it. Like you said, probably I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give whoever in the East I'm gonna give them two games, but I think the Suns are gonna win in six, uh, which would make me a very happy man. Be great to see Devin Booker uh, get a get a ring this early in his career. And here's the thing, I'm curious your opinion, Trevor. Is this a one hit wonder because the super teams are kind of injured right now? Or do the Suns have a little window of success with Booker being young? You got a young Aiton. I mean, Jay Crowder, he hit some big shots last night. He's a solid role player for him. They've got some really – I like the pieces there. Is this the beginning of a, of a run for the Suns? Or is it, are they just kind of the lucky benefactors of injuries to all the, the super teams? I mean, defined run. I mean, would, would, if they – if they they can they if they they challenge for this position again next year, is, would that be considered a run back to back seasons for in your terms? Because, I'm saying in the next four years, are we going to see him back in the finals, or is this just kind of a one hit I mean, wonder? Maybe because the Warriors, Clay Thompson's going to be back. Uh, the Lakers are going to be healthy. Yeah. Damian Lillard, who knows where he's going to go? He'll probably go somewhere in, in a, on another super team and end up being really good. The Clippers I mean, could get Kawhi back and be really good. So, is this a one-hit wonder, or are we going to see the Suns uh, back in the finals, being a, a maybe not the team to beat, but being one of the three best teams in the league for a few years to come? I, I don't know if I'd go a few years because I think when Paul's gas starts coming empty here in about two years, uh, which in my I mean, it might last longer. I mean, with the NBA, you know, freedom of flow rule where you just can't touch anybody now. Chris Paul is. 35 going on 24 out there with this game. Uh, I mean, he's, I mean, this is, this is cake for what he had to deal with when he first got in the NBA when they actually, you know, it got the hand to catch check you and play defense on guards. Uh, the, the, yeah, I think, I mean, you're going to see it, but, but in, when Paul starts running a gas, maybe in about two years, I think you, you will see, you will need to see them start to, to maybe re- rebuild in the middle of, of, of their runs. I guess you could say, I don't know if it's, I wouldn't call it a dynasty or something that's going to happen over the next year, but they will be competing again next year. I mean, that's they. I don't know if they'll get to the finals, but they will be a. I mean, a playoff team's not really uh, setting the bar that high because you know you can get in the playoffs sometimes at forty-one and forty-one, but they, they will they will be a, a a contender for the title or the finals again next year, given that they bring most of the people back. I mean, Jay Crowder's a nice piece, but he's a. a, a yeah, I mean, you can get Jay Crowder's. You know, there's a dime a dozen Jay Crowder's. You can upgrade Jay Crowder's too. Yeah, I mean, kind of like uh, how the Lakers upgraded to Harrell and Schroeder uh, in the offseason. But you know, LeBron being hurt, Davis being hurt, that that kind of limited. But you can upgrade those. So I, I mean, hope the Suns LeBron, are here for yeah, for a while. They'll be. I mean, they'll be competing next year. Damian Lillard's a. You know, it depends where some people do go, but. 
Yeah, I think the Suns will the Suns will be competitive again next year, being they get at least, you know, DeAndre Ayton stays in his path, then Booker obviously stays where he's at. Chris Paul maybe still has, you know, another year of and he probably should. I mean, he's what he's he'll be thirty six next year, going on close to thirty seven when the season comes to an end in the playoffs. Uh I could see him having another good run at him, you know. So yeah, I, I think they'll be again next year. Now post that, I mean it'd be interesting because I mean Short of Aiden and, and Booker, I mean, the Suns really have not drafted very well in the last five, six years. I mean, they've drafted very poorly, actually. So uh, they just got got kind of, I don't want to say lucky, but, you know, the benefactor that people were just giving up on Chris Paul already. I mean, I don't mm. know why, but they were. And I mean, this is, guy, see it. this is a guy who, you know, maybe it would have taken the Clippers to a finals. He wasn't, you know, he was he was good, but – I mean, it's hard to be so good to overcome the, the suckiness of Doc Rivers as your head coach. <laughs> and then, you know, you had the fact that, you know, then then he almost, you know, goes to the finals to Houston, but you got Mike D'Antoni, who's not much better of a coach, you know, especially in, you know, playoff situations and playoff basketball, which is different than the regular season, losing to Golden State in seven. And then, I mean, he almost took, he almost carried the the Thunder. I mean, last year's Thunder team. I mean, roster's a bunch of, that's a, it's so one step below a G League roster he had around him last year, and those seriously, like and yeah, including Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, I mean he's not. I'm not knocking him. He's an NBA player, but he's not. I mean, he's not moving the needle anywhere. So I mean, he, and he mm. all pretty much carried that team almost to a you know a first round victory. So and took I think they would they go it was the Rockets in seven. So you know it's Chris Paul. I think them getting a steal with him. Was uh was just 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 the, the right mix. I mean, he's a perfect uh, perfect team. A steal. What they already had, and uh, they'll 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 benefit they'll benefit it from getting probably a championship this year. Yeah, and and maybe competing for one next year again, and they should compete for one next year. Rex Chapman, he's gonna be celebrating that whole time. Uh, we need to get to a break. I, I, I will always I will always put Rex Chapman as the Hornets. He did retire there and like worked in their front office. For yeah, I know time, he was. So, he was. That's um, that's his like him. Though I guess he also played for the Bullets too, didn't he not? Yeah, but those those two teams, I think he had probably five years apiece at each. Yeah, so. but he was he was the one of the first. I mean, he was he wasn't the first player drafted by the the Hornets organization. That was J.R. Reed, I believe. I yeah, he was one there. of the first few though. He was the second. Yeah. Yeah. So. uh but when we come back, we're going to do a daily double. When we come back, oh, good. July 1st isn't just a big day for nil. There's a lot of other things happening across the country. We'll get to that, talk a little college world series. Oh. Uh, maybe even – actually, no, we're not letting Trevor talk. No, no, no. But we're we're going to have a good time here in hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush, Trevor Kelsey, and Justin Kalen on the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Hour number two with Nick Roush, Trevor Kelsey, and Justin Kalen. Thankfully, I remembered to hit unmute. 
Uh, almost did not, though, Trevor. No, no, you, you saw- don't pretend. I saw your mouth moving for about four seconds. <laughs> yeah. I, I said something. I, yeah. I had to be. I had to quickly, uh, quickly check. And I saw the flashing light. Luckily, uh, I made enough moves to to make me not sound too stupid. Uh, but you know, I can only do so much to help myself. Not I mean, so when it sees it shows the big red mute button on your screen when you're looking at it. Well, I have a mute button on my microphone that's more convenient for me to use, ah. so I just press that one. Yeah, yeah, ah, so it's maybe, a little bit different. Maybe we should stop doing that. You think? No, so you should maybe stop sucking it, which wow. that'll never yeah. happen. Yeah, okay. That says the guy screwed up twice already. Yeah, suck it, buddy. <laughs> uh, but I we're going to get to the text on in hour number two five zero two four one four fourteen fifty i know some folks will happy be be very happy to to roast me from time to time but trevor well, i know to, you yesterday i was having a good time with you know making fun of your, your vacation me, and me, how you got you know i, I mean i don't know why you you had foot in the mouth disease for years so i mean no <laughs> you got me boom roasted people can see your face that you make me <laughs> uh, yeah i know i was i was giving roush crap last time uh, i think at one point one of your replies was those are all funny jokes, but not true. <laughs> I was like, what kind of crap is that to say? Like, that's funny, but untrue. Well, you know what else is funny? It's say? Bobby Bonilla Day. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Yep. The Mets just keep on forking over cash to that guy. But you know what? He's not the only one who's making a, a, a big paycheck for doing nothing today. Today is the final day that Jim McElwain is getting paid by Florida. He got his <laughs> he got five hundred thousand today in the final installment of his seven and a half million dollar buyout. He did just under three years, made just shy of twenty four million bucks. So shout out to Jim McElwain. I can't even. When was the last time he even coached for Florida? That was it was a long time ago. Twenty four million for what? Like seven wins. Well, he won, he won the SEC East twice. Now, granted, the East was down at the time. But, I mean, he hasn't coached at Florida since 2017, and he's still getting paid by it. So. <laughs> Mac wins the one that got, was, was, uh, was the one dry humping a shark, right? Right, right. Yeah. Big shark guy. Yeah. So, thought, yeah. man, that's got to be nice to just see that hit the bank account, 500 grand. Ooh. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's jump change to Benia, who makes and his is like one point four, I think, and I think that he gets every year. Is just I think so. Flat. Yeah. Doesn't that doesn't Benia get paid to like two thousand thirty five too? I don't know if it's think you're being a little exaggerated there, but uh, you're not probably far off. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's around twenty six or something like that. Yeah, I'd I'd have to look it up. It's it's I've looked it up before, but it it is something outrageous in that line. Yeah. I mean, it's it's appropriate though. I mean, the the, the day you know, Benia Day being the start of NIL Day. I mean, yeah, it mean, really is. I mean, who, who? I mean, it's. I don't know how I can somehow intertwine Canada into this, but you know, hey, Canada gives out free health care. Let's give out free money to everybody. Suck it, yeah. Trevor. Bobby Benia will get paid every July first from 2011 to th- to 2035. Man, just <laughs> tell. Suck it, Trevor. Suck it, Trevor. Does that money go if, if he doesn't make it that long? I mean, knock on what he does. Does it go to his family? I I'm would think so. Yeah. yeah. 
He's going to be yeah. 72 in 2035 for what it's worth. Oh, man, I can't imagine Bobby Benilla moving to 72. No, uh, Bobby Benilla, I love you, buddy. But and Bobby Benilla, you should be a Bobby Benilla fan. Uh, uh, well, I guess you're not a Pirates fan. You're just a Steelers fan. But he was a big part of that Pirates team in the 90s with, with Andy Van Slyke and, and Barry Bonds and Doug Drabeck and – Oh, here we go. Trevor, Trevor's just playing the name game from a bunch of 90s players that nobody cares about. I don't care what they say. Is it a Wednesday? I don't care, I don't care what they say. He was uh, Sid Bream was out at home. Suck it, Braves fans. Sid Bream was out. So I have a couple other nil deals I wanted to mention. Nil deals. Man, it's going to turn into like nil deals here for too long. Or nil deals like pickles. But um, hey, There's a sponsor for you right there. And, uh at midnight, we had Bo Nix. Uh, he has an ad for Milo's Tea on his Instagram, which that's just perfect for an SEC quarterback. A very average one at that. Maybe even below average, some Auburn fans might say. Shilling for Milo's Sweet Tea. Uh, that that ad came out at midnight. And then uh, Derek King, he signed a $20,000 uh, apparel deal. And he's also doing a live uh, event. Uh, on the, today, so there's, the a, there's a lot going on for Derek King. Derek King, you know, about the guy who did the, the scrub in Miami, scrub in Miami, he's the best quarterback in the ACC, not named Trevor Lawrence last year, buddy. Yeah, that's just saying a lot. It's like saying I'm a skinny kid at fat camp. I mean, that's nothing count. I mean, it's just no, Derek King, the, oh, good lord, Derek King's making money. Like, yeah, everybody's making money. Apologies because he can't make it to the pros. Oh, goodness gracious. Bo Nicks, Sweet Tea, and the, the one the first no, the first SEC advertisement about Sweet Tea is pretty poetic, though. I mean, it's come on, it's it's Sweet Tea in the South. Yeah, not, by I, mean, the way, I might be one of the few Southerners that hate Sweet Tea. Well, you know, sometimes you uh, that like it, it can be too sweet. No, That's I'm not. True. A, I'm I am an unsweet tea unsweet tea guy through and through. Yeah, well, you can suck it, buddy. I, I wanted to mention one other thing today. Uh, today is Eastern Kentucky's first day in the A-Sun Conference, and it's the first official day. They've known this was going to happen for a while. But I did find it kind of odd that I'm sure that the revenue might be a little bit better in the A-Sun. feels like I know they were a founding member, you know, set all that aside. Doesn't feel like you can make that much more money being in the A Sun than the OVC. I, oh, I mean, yeah, I'm sh- you would. Yeah, A Sun probably has better TV contracts. That's got to be it, though, right? Because in the OVC, yeah. they have a football league that's well established. In the A Sun, there's only going to be four football teams, so they have to play whack schools. Which the whack is back. Whack football is back, but the whack is just. I mean, it's not really West. It's a bunch of teams from Texas. So instead of playing teams in the area, you're going to have to travel to Texas you know, three, four times a year to do all this stuff. I just, I didn't realize the money was that much better than the ASUM. I think the basketball is actually better than the OVC. Bellarmine in their first year D1 basketball made it all the way to the ASUM Conference Championship. They wouldn't have done that in the OVC. The OVC's got pretty good basketball. You're losing some in-state rivals. So I I think that they can have success basketball. I don't know how it's going to help them at all in football. It but I think if you are Eastern Kentucky and if you can get to the NCAA tournament within the first three years, it's worth it. But I actually think it's a step down in competition. So um, they're going to have to pay a million bucks to make the move. And I, I hope it's worth it, worth it for them because 
I'm a big Colonel fan. I got a buddy who's on the coaching staff on uh, A.W. Hamilton staff over there. They did. They were great last year. So I hope it works out for them. I do just wonder, you know, how much is it worth losing your 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 local ties? The, the money better pay well, you know. Well, as as a WKU guy, I can't support EKU. Sorry. Is oh. Northern Kentucky still in the A Sun? No, they got so that's where maybe some of the inspiration is. Is a lot of these A Sun teams. That league, when my sisters played in it with Northern Kentucky when they first went D1, there's only maybe three or four schools that are still in it that were in it then. It's a big stepping stone league, more so even than Conference USA when Louisville was in it back in the day. Uh, So Northern went to... Oh, not even close. Conference USA looks like the Big Ten compared to anything the A-Sun's ever been able to bring to the table. I mean, the A-Sun, Northern won two or three and then moved on to the Horizon League. They were only there... I mean, my sisters, yeah, they, they were there three years and then went to the horizon. So I guess NKU only did one or two tournaments. But, yeah, they, they were quick to get the hell out of the A-Sun. The horizon league did fit them a little bit better geographically. At least they have Bellarmine, so you can develop a little nice little rivalry there. Uh, but, yeah, uh, teams aren't hanging around there. I think uh, I think there might be a school. Didn't you call it, North Florida? Justin, didn't you say you used to call their games back in the day? Yeah, I worked for asun.tv. That was my, one of my first gigs out of college. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I think North Florida is still in it. Um, yeah, they are. Them, are you, and, them and Jacksonville. Have you upgraded not a whole backwards in your career now at this point? Um, <laughs> it's it's debatable. I mean, is it a peril move to, from going from the, an asun commentator for the North I, Florida? I need some, of them nil, need some of them nil rights. Yeah. <laughs> And if you're gonna if you're gonna make a comparison to com- uh, stepping stone conferences, I would say the I would more I would I would say Sun Belt more than Conference USA. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, that's the, better. And the Sun Belt's actually somewhat taken. I don't know. Would you say it's taken a no? It's not taking that much of a step up. Really. It has, no. and it, it's because they played good football last year, and, and you know, football matters. They they've done good. Like Georgia State has been good right away, and they just started a football program, so they've been good with their. Uh, rising schools and, that have added football programs. So, I mean, if you um, if you put them in, in conferences in terms of competition and tiers, it would be definitely still a third tier of, uh, near the bottom of, of football. Yeah, but they've 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 certainly stepped up their game. So, yeah. um, but Eastern, good luck finding a million bucks to pay that out. I'm sure right, somebody that's, there will that's help. going on the road losing sixty nothing Alabama back to back years. It's there you off. go. So go ahead, get that done. Uh, but we need to get on over to the the text line 502-414-1450 the the wait is over the wait is over now those, uh, are, do you are you okay on the text because a when when i, I don't read text because i just can't read and, and and talk at the same time you can't uh, read can I, you no not very well uh so i'll let you read the text but are you okay on the timeline of the text because it's kind of tj sent some over from the show yesterday and i sent some over from last night and now justin sent some over I don't want you. I don't want you to miss any. Is what I'm saying. Okay, I've, I think I know a good place for us to start. And there was somebody informing us what the Dare stands for, what the acronym stands for: Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Which, Trevor, I bet you were a Dare Hall of Famer. Uh, I did pass Dare. Um, I always thought the A stood for awareness, but I could obviously I, I'll trust the texter. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all for Dare. Nancy Reagan, baby. So uh, proof that Dare did not work. Trevor Kelsey. <laughs> hey, it worked for a while. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen I, I'm all for the D.A.R.E. program until, you know, 
being able to spark a doobie behind the gym helps me get to second base in, in, in eighth grade. <laughs> uh, hello, Al. Justin literally said, who needs coaches on Wednesday when discussing how firing assistants right before the season starts would not be a big deal? Oh, Justin. Yeah, I, I, I just don't recall that. But, yeah, if it's an assistant coach, who needs them? Yeah, you just need head coaches to be your yeah. assistant coaches. Three of them. He's Three of them. Coaches, yeah. It's <laughs> overrated. Oh, man, we've got breaking news. Big breaking news. Charles Booker will officially run for the U.S. Senate seat held by Rand Paul. And the next text is? <laughs> and I was talking politics. I'll be honest with you. When you said Booker, I was like, Devin? <laughs> so, I mean, well, we, we already talked Devin Booker. Yeah, we already talked Devin Booker. You're right. We uh, we've we've hit too many uh, too many bookers in one day. We've reached our quota. Back yeah. to the text line. Back to the text line. Good for I, Charles. I bet the real eleven person on podcast has no problem selling the advertisers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you talking about the Rams? What? <laughs> That's still around. Are they still making that? I think they still are. Not as many as we have, though. By God. Oh, slackers. Which suck it, uh, other eleven personnel, but I. I will say that it does add a different element when you've got current players. So there, there could be a different market, but I, just selling in general to new media versus old media, it's. Uh, I mean, are you going to have to start paying if you, if you want to interview a player on podcast? Are you just not going to like? You can't just ask him. You're going to pony up money now, right? No, not not necessarily. I actually think you'll get more interviews, as TJ said, if you have, uh, play like people that are hired to promote a product part of that product will be all right part of your deal is you're going to do seven radio interviews and we're going to you're going to get asked a question or two about why you like this sports drink and so we might actually end up getting more interviews out of it so you're just going to do you know pointless plugging then right yeah 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 exactly shameless plugs they go a long way so So i'll just like any any current podcast now that I've, i've ever heard yeah, exactly. Yeah. You nailed it right on the head. I mean, you know, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. One of the few is the Jericho podcast. And then, I mean, of course, every, you know, the first thing they go, the first question is tell me about your new book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like the first thing. I mean, you get in every interview on, on all I mean, the podcasts I listen to. You aren't lying. Yeah. Uh, and, and how many times do you think those, the hosts have actually opened the book? Uh, in most cases, probably slim to none. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're just. I mean, I, listen, I've done, I've done it. I've, I've, I've been mean, some of my the, the I guess you would say bigger stars that I've had the the, the fortunate you know of, of interviewing like your your Kurt Schillings or your your Steve Young, oh. Michael Irvin, guys like that were all you know basically. I was given the opportunity because they wanted to plug something they were doing. I mean, Michael Irvin was in a movie. I wonder what Kurt Schilling's book was about. Was it like a QAnon deal? It wasn't, it wasn't even a book. I can't remember what Kurt. Kurt it was, just, it was just a list of memes. Yeah, right wing. That, that was in two thousand nine, so I don't think he'd gone off that. He hadn't gone AWOL completely yet. Well, Obama had been elected by that point, so yeah, he definitely had gone off the deep end by that. Yeah, I mean, he might have been plugging that. Uh, I think he was maybe plugging his video games uh, company, which that worked out real well. Oh God, that was that. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> It was so bad. They were both lost... the same public public uh, publicist, so I can't remember what they were for. That was from a it was for a charity of something, I believe. If I remember right. Nah, charity. They're never going to get our shameless plugs. No, but if you want to shamelessly plug anything, go let us know. Reach out. 
I'll pull, DMs I'll, are I'll, always I'll, open. Yeah, I'll, I'll say missing plug, whatever. I have I have no pride whatsoever or, or dignity. I, that all went out the window in middle school. Oh, man, great text in the show for you, Trevor Kelsey. Yay. One of my friends that's a UofL fans keeps on mentioning how our non-conference schedule is so terrible. Keep on telling him how we play such a tough SEC schedule that we have to schedule easy on non-conference teams. His response every time is, every other team in the SEC plays tougher non-conference teams. What's your all response to him if he says this, this to you? Uh, who cares? Yeah, first of all, I love the – listen – I love I love the the, the 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 stock answer of well we have to play easy at a conference because our conference is so tough. That's no, you you don't have to. I mean that's just the that's just kind of the, the go to response to that. Are you talking about football or basketball? Are you talking about football? Football, yeah. Basketball yeah. Kentucky's playing like Duke, North Carolina, Kansas. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. So I mean it's Kentucky. I mean, they want an easy out of conference schedule. That's why they've been scared to play Indiana since 05. Here's the thing, though, Trevor. What is the non-conference schedule, that tough non-conference schedule, going to do for you this year? What is it going to do for Louisville? It does nothing for nothing in football. Exactly. It, non-conference schedules don't matter in football. The, the only now, people- it's fun. It's it, it's going to be fun if you're good and you think you can beat Ole Miss and you go into that opening weekend and you get the big spotlight. That's fun, but it's no fun to lose. And no. if you lose that game and if you lose the Central Florida game, you might not go to a bowl game. And that's what you set yourself up for if you schedule a gauntlet five years out in advance. You could be getting giving yourself hand, foot, and mouth disease. You just don't know it. <laughs> Only a few vacation in Gary, Indiana. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's I mean that the the tough out of conference schedule is only for your your lesser non power five teams. Like I mean, in some in most cases, like Louisville, you know, during the Bobby one point or even the Charlie Strong or. You know, or your Boise States or your Central Florida. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is, is that no one wants. It's such a weird situation because a, very few teams will accept it because, like you just said, they don't want to. You know, your, your even your middle level to lower level power fives don't want to be the one to lose to those schools. And b, they also don't want to do home and aways with them. And also, small schools want to do home and aways. You, your uncle probably had the same issue with Western. You know, back when he was there. Mm-hmm. Want to do home? I mean, he he probably got the benefit from saying, "Okay, how about we do home and away?" But we'll like we'll do our home in Nashville, you know, type thing, which they did. Which I little, think they did with Louisville. Yeah, right? they did it with UK as well. Yeah. Uh, until you know, you know, when UK loses to a local school, that's <laughs> the end of that road. Mm-hmm. I don't ever see that again. Uh, but the yeah, I think that's yeah. You're not going to get it. I mean, it doesn't and it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, and like also, it's a very it's a very great way to uh it's a good distraction talking point to get away from all the other bad stuff happening around your program yeah well at least our non-conference schedule is good it's like so what like kentucky's hosting lsu and florida yeah, at home completely. you know who, who i can't cares? even tell you who was out of conference schedules already I, I sadly don't even i mean i know no. it's, it's old miss i believe don't we open with old miss i believe yeah, yeah, and you've year. got UCF three weeks yeah. later. Yeah, um, and then we probably EKU maybe again because we played them last year, so we maybe have them on the schedule again. It matters if you're trying to make the playoff. I mean, if, if it matters no, for no, the top, no, no, it only matters if you're trying to sneak into a bowl. I mean, it's what you can. I mean, it's it's like you know when Kentucky dropped IU. And I, I'm not. This isn't trying to be a mean. I mean, this is just being serious. Oh no, it's reality. Yeah, you, you want. I mean, you're when you were at that state of Kentucky. Hell, I mean, you're still in that state of Kentucky right now, and Louisville is too. But a lot of schools are. When you're in that position, 
you know, and you're looking at, you know, even in maybe one of your better years to be 500, if you're lucky in your own conference, you need those four wins. I mean, that's, that's all it is, is to get you that. So you can, you know, skate by 500 in your, in your conference and, and still make a ball. That's what it's well, for. But, but I think if you're a playoff team in the, like, like Clemson needs to have a good out of conference opponent. Cause the ACC stinks. They've won it five years in a row. They're six years in a row. Five. five this will be their sixth year. They're the biggest favorite to win their conference. By I mean, it's astounding. They're minus six hundred to win the ACC. The next biggest favorite to win a conference. I think Alabama's minus one eighty. I, I mean, what, it's their odds are nuts. Wonder what the I wonder is that match or succeed Florida State's run in the nineties. I mean, Florida State, I don't think, I mean, they, I don't think they even lost that conference game until like their fifth or sixth year, though. But they lost the infamous uh, against Virginia Tiki Barber game on Thursday night football. That was their first ACC loss in school history. And that was in like, what, 96, I think. So they've been in the league for about five or six years at that point. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what the, the record is on that with uh, Clemson versus Florida State. Cause that, that'd be the only team I can think of that could match going for a championship. That, that Right, right. Yeah. But, speaking of, I, I was, was just going to say, speak, speaking of Florida State, um, did you all see the stat that they put up last night during the College World Series? No, no I, I, did I, I didn't watch the College World Series. Florida State has been to the College World Series twenty three yeah, times never won and it. has never won. Yeah, I've seen, I, I have seen that before. Yeah, the manager, their manager has been there for like eighteen of them too. I mean, he's been there forever, or he might have been there for all twenty three. He's an older guy. Yeah, they're they're kind of the. Uh, I mean, there's. I mean, I guess you'd say they're 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 you know like Duke was in the in the eighties and nineties where they just kept getting there and couldn't get over the hump or, you know, there's always an example before one finally does do it. But yeah, they're they're, they're kind of the, the the butt of it. I want I wanted to bring up before we got to a break though to put a bow on our out of conference talk. So it matters for maybe a few playoff teams. It matters if you're fringe trying to get to a bowl. You want to schedule lighter. Uh, because you know, when I used to do that podcast with Jared, they were all, if they had to beat Louisville to go to a bowl, that was basically the season. If you could be, if you can win the governor's cup, then you had a chance. Yeah, but he uh, played the governor's cup first game of the year every year. Yeah. Yeah. And that was back when I think there, were, I don't even know if there were 12 game seasons yet. So it was even more important. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that, that FCS game got thrown in there right around his time. But yeah. so it matters for those. It matters for your, like you said, your Eastern Kentuckys who need the payday. Right. Uh, and then but the weird category, Justin, your team fits into it, and that's Indiana playing Cincinnati. Purdue's done something similar too, where they schedule some like you know they're playing Notre Dame this year, and I think Kansas State maybe. That's the ones that I don't get. I don't get. That's what I'm thinking. Well, and yeah, I know these these games might have been made before him, but either way, like yeah, the scheduling at Purdue is just stupid. They schedule way too many good teams. Uh, maybe Notre Dame makes sense because they're an old rival, but some of those don't make sense. Justin, I'm curious your thoughts on this Cincinnati game because really your season, if you lose that game, you lose all, of, not all of the momentum from last year, but then you have to play a eight-game Big Ten schedule that can be unforgiving, and you might only get out of there with six wins if you drop that Cincinnati game. Wow. Yeah, and I brought it up earlier this week, but typically – in the past, in my life, I've been on the train of let's schedule the cupcakes, get those three easy non-conference wins, and then see what happens in Big Ten. But this Indiana team, this upcoming season, is a lot different for me just because 
I have seen them as high as 12 in some postseason or preseason rankings. So it's like this is a good team. They have got to challenge themselves if they even want a shot to get to the playoff, which I don't think is all that feasible. But if they want a shot, they, they have to schedule like this. I'm excited for that Cincinnati game. I love that Indiana is going out and, and, and testing themselves early in this season. Love of God. Two weeks ago, I had to push you to support IU. And now you're talking about uh, going getting to the tournament. I mean, the BCS they talk about overcorrecting yourself. It, it's, I mean, no, I'm, I, I don't think. Let's Trevor, go back a little good. bit, buddy. I, I mean, I mean, I, I like a nine-win team, maybe, but I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying there's a shot, and that's you yeah. have to test yourself in the preseason. I mean, yeah. if you if you go out and you play it's the gone. Louisiana States and the Mercers and whatever, you're you're that's not a schedule setting up for success. Come. And, and come the playoffs. I, I like Indiana playing Cincinnati, and I don't think it's because for two reasons. One, if if you lose, no, it's, it's not going to be into your. I, I don't think it will be into the world, Nick, because exactly. I, I no, think no, because yeah, I, I mean, you're, you're going to win. You're probably Indiana's probably going to win seven or seven, barring some meltdown. They should win seven games anyway, uh, with or without a Cincinnati win. And, and if you do beat Cincinnati, that's you know that's and you can get hot in the Big Ten. That's when you look back and go, hey, look, they, we beat a, what may be a good Cincinnati team, at least you hope, in, in the hindsight. But if you lose, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because they're, they're still going to go to this probably the same bowl, win or lose. And lose it, game. and they're going to lose the bowl game because that's what they do best. They might. Guaranteed. When's the last Indiana bowl win, uh, Justin? 1993, I want to say. Oh, good Lord. I think that you're was... even giving yourself too much credit for no, that. One, no, because we talked about it, Nick, uh, one show we did by ourselves, and I ended up looking it up after. I, th- I want to say we won a Holiday Bowl in 1993. Mm, gotcha. Is that Randall gotcha. L? No, no. no. Randall no. L. Was, yeah, come on. <laughs> I can't remember. Way later. With, yeah. Yeah, Randall was late 90s, or maybe even 2000. Was um, he late 90s? Was that, was that Trent Green? Was he the quarterback there? Uh, maybe it was Trent Green, yeah. People Trent forget Green played at Indiana. Yeah, yeah, people do forget that. <laughs> people do He's, forget that. Trent Green's also Trent, people, poor Trent Green, man. Trent Green could have been Kurt Warner. I, I'm not, obviously he wasn't going to be Kurt Warner, but I mean that that Rams team was going to be good with Trent Green before Rodney Harrison destroyed his knee in preseason and Kurt Warner stepped in. I'm sorry, it was the 1991 Copper Bowl. Was the oh, that was, bowl. That Copper that, Bowl? That Don't was still, forget the Copper Bowl. That was still Bill Mallory. That was he was still. It was that. indeed Mallory, and that was probably uh, not Von Dunbar. He was gone, but what's the? It was the? Was that Avery? Well, not Avery. Was Anthony Johnson the running back? I believe was he still on that team? Maybe the high I mean, it. it was a 24 nothing beatdown. So probably who they beat? Uh, Baylor. Oh God, bet. That shocks me more than Baylor made a bowl game in the 90s. <laughs> that actually amazes me even more. Man, wow. I'm, I just love that we can, every time Trevor Kelsey's on, we get a good uh, name game from the early 90s. I mean, we've done it twice this show. It's the gift that keeps on giving. We've got one more gift for you, and that's a quick break to listen to these sponsors, the best sponsors in all the whole wide world. When we come back, we're going to wrap up today's show, send our farewells to Justin Kalen, and get the hell out of here. So we'll be right back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports.
Bush here. Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, hi. It's Bill Lumberg. It's about 10 o'clock. Yeah, just uh, wondering where you are. Welcome back into Kentucky yeah, Roll Call with Nick Roush, Trevor Kelsey, uh, and just Justin Kalen. Uh, Terry Walker out on vacation. Yes, Again. vacation. It's a five-day vacation, not a weekend getaway. He'll be back on Tuesday um, we get back to the show uh, after a long holiday weekend. Justin's going to be going to Virginia. It's rollovers. Uh, so tomorrow, <laughs> it's just me and the big guy. And Justin, you're, I know your phone is on its way out. So before it dies, I need you to tell us about our friends at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Yeah, actually, today, Nick, is going to be the perfect day to visit the Bobby Cook Golf Academy because it's going to be raining all day. Bobby Cook has three golf simulators that you can go indoors. You can bring your own alcohol, so you don't even have to go spend for alcohol like you do at the golf course. You can bring your own at Bobby <laughs> Cook Golf Academy. Thanks for that, Trevor. We've got the three simulators. Oh, I forgot to put it on mute, duh. <laughs> Of course, the, th the three simulators at Bobby Cook Golf Academy, like I mentioned, you can also get one-on-one -on -one private lessons. Just email Bobby Cook Golf Academy at bobbycook.com. I don't know the email, Nick. The bo it's bobby at bobbycookgolfacademy.com. You can go to the website as well. That's Cook with an E. Or give them a call at 812-913-4415 at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. I, I love this show. Nick forgets to take his off mute. I forget to put mine on mute. Hey, uh, you know I what? Mean, Would it be a Trevor Kelsey episode without a little bit of phlegm? I don't think so. And, and now, and anyway, here, here's a little uh, news break for you. We had to tear, or turn our videos off because somebody who got charged you and his phone dying. Somebody's got to do the TJ Baby voice when he's out. So uh, no video, no shirt for Trevor. It's come off. Oh, wow. Shirts off, cigs are lit. Um, that's when you know it's a party. Uh, before we wrap up the text line, few quick hitters justin mentioned the college world series mississippi state they had a no hitter going through i think eight innings into the eighth yeah yeah going into the eighth inning a combined no hitter end up winning nine nothing their first ever national championship in any sport so now kansas state and virginia tech they're the last ones left standing uh i'm happy for the folks in starkville there's not a whole lot to be happy about when you're in starkville so good to see uh, Mississippi State get the big win. Uh, and just to reinforce that idea that it definitely just means more. Yeah, suck it, suck it, Vandy. Congratulations, Mississippi State. I mean, granted, there's an asterisk next to it. And I don't know if I'd really – I don't think most people will acknowledge you winning this national title since, you know, it wasn't really a fair win since the NCAA, you know, screwed over NC State. Or NC State yeah. could have just gotten the COVID shot and they would have never spread it to the entire team. I would have loved to have seen this, and I know it wasn't going to happen, but when, when NC State got screwed – I would have loved for Vanderbilt at the time, Texas and Mississippi State, just come together and been like, you know what? If you're not going to let them play, we won't play. We'll, no, we'll, that's dumb. Or just get vaccinated, and then your whole team doesn't get. We're you talking about two of the players were vaccinated. Yeah, two of them were. Not all of them were. I mean, two were vaccinated. They still came up positive. Yeah, so, it I mean, That's what he would. Well, Either way, I'm not arguing that anymore. Uh, NC State, yeah. they're from the ACC where it doesn't mean more. Uh, it, State, I guess in the ACC it just means more COVID because that's what you got and a bunch of losers. NC State losers, SEC winners. Cheaters. Congrats to Mississippi State. Congrats for still being on that list with Virginia Tech and Kansas State because that didn't count. 
Two uh two quick recruiting hitters, Jalen Duran. He had a he did a blog post last night where he recapped his official visits, and I'm a little worried, Trevor, because he enjoyed the Memphis barbecue. Well, who so, I mean, have you ever been to Rendezvous? Rendezvous, I think, down there. I've yeah. never been, and I'm worried oh. though, because if any if women can convince players to go places, then barbecue can too. Listen, if the, the barbecue is that good, that I. It gets me to go to Memphis, and I freaking hate Memphis. Yeah, you think so. you heard me talk how much I don't I don't like Cincinnati? I think Cincinnati is like, you know, utopia compared to Memphis. Oh, I mean, so. Memphis is bad, and then is 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 Duran going to be the? Because I don't, you know, I don't follow recruiting as much, and I know the name. The only reason I, is he is he the biggest? He's next year's class, right? Thanks uh, for saying it right, Trevor. Oh no, it's Duran. No, I don't. It's not Duran Duran, the band. It's Duran. He's Durant. probably going to reclassify oh, to play this fall. So, is, but is he, is he the top recruit? The I mean, is he the, you know, the yeah? He guy? actually they actually changed the recruiting rankings to where uh, he passed Emily Bates, who they were calling the next LeBron when he was a freshman. And turns out, when you keep doing that, it bites you in the butt. Oh, but he yeah, he's kind of played poorly the last few weeks. But yeah. Uh, Imani Bates got passed by Duran uh, recently. So, I wonder, I mean, big is deal. Duren, is Duran going to be the, the get one of the first guys to get that million dollar deal? You know, the seven figure deal. When yeah, he, is he going to be on the national commercials? I know I, I joked with UK the Toyota commercial and Toyota, and, and you know I made a reference on the Facebook page where you know I said you know you're not going to see a lot of these, and probably most of them, you know, not on national ads. They're going to be on most of your local ads. You know, during the Judge Judy commercials, which. Be, be watching more daytime television the last few years. That Judge Judy's grown on me. That being said, uh, I, you're gonna you're gonna see you know, but you are gonna see your big time recruits in basketball probably make some national stuff. I mean, can, look, can you imagine? Oh man, this has gone through, and if they keep the one and done rule, because that, that's, that's gonna be a big thing when the one if the one and done goes away, which it probably will, which is not good for the NBA, but NBA doesn't give two bleeps anyway about their own product. Uh, if the one done does stay, that's I mean, how much is LeBron's kid going to get when he comes out? I, I don't mean, know. He might not be good enough. It doesn't freaking matter. He's it LeBron James's kid. He'll, he'll make seven figures from a company dumb enough to give it to him because he's LeBron James's kid. Hmm. I don't know. I don't he, know. We'll like see. We, we got plenty of time to let all this play out. Is he a sophomore in high school or is he a freshman? He's a sophomore. I, I, I can't get, keep it track right now yeah because he's not that good he's okay but he's not that good no i thought he was better than that i mean i see him get hyped up or is it just because everybody shows up to his game to watch him because he's a bronze kid right right but i mean does he need a big deal no he's a bronze kid so why pay him a ton of money it'll be fine but uh one other recruiting thing i needed to mention a lot of michigan state predictions for ryan bear it wouldn't be a huge loss because kentucky already has a couple four-star offensive linemen but they're trying to build the best offensive line class in the country. You do that by inking Bear. If you could get Bear on board, that would happen. But he he officially visited after going to Kentucky, and they might have captured the momentum. They might have told him, hey, why compete with all these other guys in Kentucky when you can just come to East Lansing and be the guy? Anchor our line at left tackle. So Why are you wasting my time talking about a guy that might sign when Louisville did sign an offensive lineman yesterday? Get out of Tennessee, 6'6", 300 pounds. Uh, who they, who I, they beat I, for? Kent State? Yeah. I don't beat, know. It doesn't matter. Who cares who they beat them for? 
Mm. I, I, what matters Nick, is who he's going to beat when he's on the field at Louisville. That's what matters. Nick, I wish TJ was here. Did you see the Marcus Carr news yesterday? Oh, yeah, yeah, Marcus Carr is uh, – Man, what a busy sports day. Marcus. Marcus Carr actually is coming back to college basketball, um, but he's doing it after a lot of folks have already like finished up their roster. So where's he going to go? I'm sure somebody will take him. Oh, Who? you tell me, Marcus Carr, this decision isn't based on the nil rule. I mean, oh, yeah. if, you, if, you, if, you, if you tell me that, I will tell you that you are a liar and you don't, you can't even believe your own words because th that this is Carr talking to his agent and saying, listen, I mean, you can go somewhere. I mean, I can name probably five or six schools he would make more money in one year at probably in, in your your Kentucky Duke, whatever, than he would making it a G League. I mean, that's that's it's a given. That's that's what this is about. It's, he knows, and it's a smart move because he knows this is the way to cash in as much as he can before he has to go play in Saudi Arabia for the next ten years. Let's get to this text line. Try to wrap it up. We got a bunch still in here. Some good ones, too. Uh, Plumley Bro weighing in says, Oh, well, that person who clowned on me yesterday 100% gets no cheek. So let's stop kidding ourselves. No wow. Plumley like chirps back. Is no cheek? Is that a reference saying you get you, you, no booty? Is that is that what that is? I've never heard that reference. Yeah, that's that's the new uh, that's the new term, apparently. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know because I'm not on the dating apps. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know because I never got cheek to begin with. <laughs> Texter says, Nick's next vacation will be down the river from that old bread factory. He'll come back with a yeast infection. Yes. Love the Texter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, great Dwight Schrute reference. Oh, was that, was that, was that, I didn't know that was a Dwight Schrute reference. I just thought it was funny in general. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he talks about uh, having the access to medical records is a big deal, and that Scranton must be downriver from an old bread factory because there's a lot of yeast infections. <laughs> was that when he was doing the uh, yeah. when, when, when when he when uh, Kevin uh, admitted he had something I can't remember what it was. Now they're like, this doesn't really exist. Kevin's like, well, maybe well, someone this, does have it. This was different. This I think was the one with the drug test. So I think he was even in his little deputy costume. So. Oh, when they found the roach in the parking lot? Yeah, I think that's yeah, where it was from, but yeah. who knows. If Jim Boeheim ever comes becomes the all-time winningest coach, the rapture will cometh. <laughs> I think Boeheim, though, I think he's going to hang it up as soon as his kids are done. Well, he's right? only got one kid left, right? Or I mean, Well, no, the, one of them is a grad transfer from Cornell. So there's two Bayhams on Syracuse now. But isn't Buddy was a junior last year, was he not? I don't think he was a senior. I mean, was he a senior? I can't remember. Yeah, he's back for another year. <laughs> okay. So, and then they got a grad transfer. So maybe another year or two. I can't see him hanging around much longer. I mean, the fact he's still got kids at college age is amazing himself. I love Viagra. Goodness gracious, Trevor. Good morning, guys. With it being nil eve, I can't help but think about all of the out-of-touch money phone tanks spanking bakers are going to give us. Kiss our Kentucky ass, spanking baker. Hey, well, at least we can now say where the money phone came from. You can you can now admit to it. I, I will say it's Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky fans have to be loving this the, the nil stuff because it does now end any chance of the I told you it was coming. I told you they were going to get caught. I mean, you could still think it's still be get caught cheating if you, if you stupid about the way they do it not just kentucky but any school but it does kind of make uh it does kind of end those dreams of little fans saying we told you so a lot closer to ending uh another text oh god i don't uk pez buddy 
What? Give it up. I mean, what? You can't. What? What? I mean, he just he wants to die on that horse. Let him or die on the hill or what? He's yeah, somewhere. I'll let him. I'll let him. Good morning. How many athletes did Toyota Ford GM and GE? Let's say Delta Sun deals with today. Have a great show, UK Pez. Well, Degree said that they're going to be sponsoring nail athletes. So, and they're they're one of those that already is a sponsor for the NCAA. So they're going to double dip. Uh, Degree Deodorant, they're a pretty big company. UK Pez, why don't you suck it, sir? Degree, what? <laughs> why would you say Degree? This is rough. It's weird. I didn't see. Well, no, but that's just there. that's just one of the news things that's come out. Because like a lot of stuff. So there's a. One way that a lot of people are into play, there's this gaming, basically a Twitch called Yoki Gaming. A lot of athletes have signed up for that where you just, basically kids will pay to play video games with their favorite athletes. Um, I'm seeing too, there's a Mackenzie Milton. He's starting up his own nil business with Derek King. That's a guy who needs to cash in now because that knee of his. Which one, King or Milton? (laughs) Oh. Good point. I, mean, they, I mean, both of them. I mean, I, I mean, I can't, I don't know which one you're talking about because they both have the same situation. They're creating the NFTs. So, um, but yeah, UK Pez, just all in due time. Just wait. Yeah, you're going to see, wait. I mean, like I said, you're going to see a lot more of the money flowing through the TikTok stuff and the, and the, I don't, I mean, they might not call it, they might actually be part of Cameo or, I don't want to say OnlyFans because that's basically just a porn site anyway. Hopefully, right, right. But uh, so this this site that they founded, it's called Dreamfield. This is Milton and Derek Kings. It's how you book your athletes, and one of them is Indiana quarterback Michael Penix. Five hundred bucks, you can get Penix to. I, I don't know exactly what he's doing. Uh, Five hundred bucks, better show up at my house and hang out. Uh, but Matt Corral is ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> the old Miss quarterback. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is it's going to be fun to watch this stuff play out throughout the next forty eight hours or so because we're we're going to be getting news like this throughout the entire day. Uh, so it's it's going to be fun. It's going to well, be a lot Darren, of fun. Well, Just, Darren, this is Darren Ravel's wheelhouse, and he's had. Oh man, yeah, he's, he's been waiting for this his whole. Yeah, life. I'm the only one I think on the show that actually doesn't. Mind. I like Darren Ravel's Twitter Twitter account. By the only one, I think, because I know TJ hates it, and I believe you hate it, don't you? Well, I, I did unfollow not too long ago because he just got too annoying. But for the most part, it did entertain me, all of his stupid little, you know. I like his little corny, you know, look at this, this made this much money. I, I enjoy those those tweets. Yeah, I, I enjoy Ravel, too. I mean, he's not my favorite Twitter follow, but no. he, he's good. He puts out interesting content. Yeah, I he's and the replies to his tweets are always just straight gold. Oh, because mostly it's just people just hate. Yeah, I love it. Uh, let's get back. We're almost done with this. Actually, we're not even almost done. Okay. Hey, Dingus and Big Guy are idiots. Who would have guessed? Suck it, both of you. Talking about Big Guy, you or Big Guy, me? Uh, ooh. I think Big Guy, you, because it was he sent it in right after we were talking about how we hate the meal. Yep, yep. Oh, so who's your Dingus and Big Guy? Both idiots. It's confirmed. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, yeah, I, I already knew that, though. Thanks for the newsflash, Tom Brokaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cincinnati also won back-to-back national titles in the 60s, surprisingly, after Oscar yeah. Robertson. Hey, that's, that is correct. They went to the championship with Oscar Robertson, but won back-to-back after he left. That's correct. They went three straight hmm. final fours. Man. They, they, lost, they, they lost the... Uh, the year they lost, I want to say they lost to Ohio State in 60 with uh, Bob Knight and Habachak and John Lucas. And they beat California both years back-to-back. 
I could be. Oh, great text in the show. Christian Watson, Christian Watford would have made million pop, would have made a million popcorn boxes. I can't believe the two weed smoking producers are such herbs on this. Losers. <laughs> I mean, it's some wow. really calling you guys out. Well, first of all, Kentucky saying no marijuana is makes sense since you know it, it is illegal technically in the state, but. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that doesn't mean – does that mean California, you know, UCLA, USC, whatever schools, are they going to have the same rules? I mean, if you're in Colorado, are they going to have the same rule? I mean, Illinois, whatever. I mean, they're, that's that's the, the reason why the NCAA is a terrible organization because they had a year to get everybody on the same page. They could have lobbied to Congress, and they didn't. They messed up. And uh, so now – it's state by state. Granted, most of the rules really aren't much different than uh, from one. They, they don't differ that much from one state to another. But yeah, Wadford, he would have made a bunch on popcorn boxes. I, I haven't determined who would have been the most valuable Kentucky basketball player, though. I would guess John Wall. Oh, John but, Wall. There's that, that's I don't even I don't even think that's debate. Well, I mean D- Davis is unibrow though, very marketable. Yeah, but John Wall would have been. I mean, you can now admit to all the money you already did pay him, probably. Oh, suck it, Trevor. Um, Texture says, all right, boys, I finally get to go back to Chicago for work today, so rate my order. Oh, wow. He's got a order of goods um, that Trevor might be interested in. So maybe take a look at those, Trevor, and let him know uh, Let him know how he did. Uh, is that wax he's looking at? I, d- I just know that one of them is called Wedding Crasher, so I enjoy th- the names, really. They get me. They're always funny. So shout oh, out yeah. to... Shout out to Stoners for always having creative names. Yeah, um, well, one of those is the wax. I, I'm I'm all for that one. Uh, yeah, you get two grams. I say go okay, for that. We, we, yeah, we can leave it at that. Uh, a texter says, "Roush, how did you feel coming back from vacation and seeing Vietnam Kitchen was for sale?" Oh, Man, yeah. that I, was it's, it was a, it was a real tough day because Vietnam Kitchen has reportedly been up for, like there there. This has been every year since I've lived two blocks from it. <laughs> You hear they're they're trying to get rid of Vietnam Kitchen. It's going to close. The owners want to retire. Blah blah blah. It's happened all, and now it's finally a reality. And to make it even worse, they shut down for vacation as soon as I got back home, so I couldn't even enjoy it before they went on vacation. The good news I is that each of when you're selling, <laughs> you can yeah. Well, I, I don't think they'll actually sell it for you know till like. 2022 the better question um, is what horse will you sell to buy vietnam kitchen so the thing is is part of the deal is they're selling the business wholesale to the point where the person is going to teach the new chef how to make everything so i have a feeling that it's going to remain open to another vietnamese family in the area and that's yeah. just going to be there like i i have a feeling that that's how it's going to be it's just going to trade from one family to the next they might, um, so I, I'm, that's at least what I'm hopeful for. Uh, yeah, well, we, we got to keep it around. It's too hope, good to let it let it go. You hope in one hand and bleep in the other, see which fills up first, because buddy, that's gonna be a blimpies in two years. Dude, just suck it, Trevor. <laughs> we need a blimpies back anyway. Just suck it. Um, oh, a texture. We were right. Actually, I was wrong. Rex was indeed the first ever player drafted by the Hornets in 1988. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I said J.R. Reed, and I looked it up at Rosal Detective. Reed was eighty nine. Uh, Chapman was eighty eight. I was some while I was getting the two mixed up. So I, I knew Texture. Thank you. I, I I knew he was right there. I knew he was the first or second. I thought he was the first. I used to actually have a T shirt with uh, Rex Chapman, uh, Kendall Gill, and uh, J.R. Reed on it when I was a kid. I wore his T shirt. I had a 
I had the Hornet starter jacket in 1990. So, no. Oh. Well, you were the coolest kid in school. Oh yeah, I mean, I was that without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, come on, duh. I'm excited that today is the official day. These players are no longer kids. They get to make thousands of dollars, and we get to treat them like the Philadelphia fans treat their teams. <laughs> get out the clever criticisms. This will be a hoot. I mean, can, is that? Yeah, can we cross the line now? Because I love it when that's that's one of the go tos when when you try to criticize a collegiate athlete, and the and the, uh, the 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 bleeding hearts are like, well, they're just kids. Leave them alone. I mean, now that they're being paid. Yeah, you know, changes can, things. Yeah, can we? You know, can, can we? Don't have. We can't use the. You know, I want to be treated like an adult until I make a mistake. Then I'm a kid. Excuse anymore. The people that the society loves to use nowadays. Uh, I think we should be able. Yeah, we, we take the gloves off now. We're paying them. Let's treat them like professionals. Oh man, I I, I don't know don't how bad. much. Don't throw batteries at them though. Okay. Let's yeah, yeah, do definitely that. don't do that. Don't I, do that. I, I do wonder though if that will change the mindset. Uh, in general, I, I think it's just in bad taste to boo your own team. Uh, right. I mean, I just I think it is unless, you know, you're trying to run a coach out of town, then like I'm all for it. You know, uh, get Joker out of here. Sometimes there's only so, there's only so many things you can do to vocalize uh, your displeasure. Sometimes that's it. But I think in for the most part, I'm still anti booing kids. But hey, uh are you a fan yeah. of putting the for sale signs in the coach's yard? Oh, it's God, oldie. that's hilarious. An oldie but a goodie, yeah. That's a good one. Always, always. <laughs> uh, John here. Good morning to all. Man, the Suns are about to try and get that ship. CP3 and Booker are hungry. It'd be nice to see CP3 get a ring. Tell me, which player of players do you wish would have got a ring in their careers? Mine would be Carl Malone and Charles Barkley. Both guys were hardworking players and were among some of the best to ever play. Well, got to go talk to you later. Um, no, suck it, Carl Malone. That dude's just an old curmudgeon. I do not like Carl Malone at all. Uh, uh, Charles Barkley, though, I, I can agree with Charles Barkley. I, I want to see CP3 win one because I do. I am on the boat. I like CP3. I would have uh, liked Reggie Miller. Uh, I know Reggie, he's your guy. Yeah, so. Reggie Miller, number one, two, three, four, five, six, two, thirty for me. But yep. uh, at number 31 would probably be Charles Barkley. I was a huge Barkley fan. Uh, one of the reasons I kind of stopped liking the Sixers when I was a kid was when they traded Barkley, and I was never a big Iverson guy though too. But uh, but Barkley, I, and I like Malone. I, I would I wouldn't mind seeing Malone. I think the one of the few guys of that era that I I mean I would have liked to see Dominic maybe get one. The one one of the guys, the only probably the only one on the list I wouldn't want to but was was Ewing being this because you know I hate the Knicks. Yeah, yes, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, he's the I'm only one. Everybody that. else I'd have been. I mean, yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think of another name off the top of my head of a great 80s player that didn't get one but they're unfortunately more more they're more than there are less Twenty thousand to a miami athlete pretty good amount of money what could go wrong in the land of cocaine and strippers this will be interesting to see if the lure of fame and fortune ruins the lives of 17 to 21 year olds right because that's never happened before there's never been that 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 would be a totally new concept that's never happened in the history of college athletics. I hate when I'm right, but what did I say before you even told me King and Miami and that that deal was gone through? I told you I said it last week, and I said at the beginning of the show, this is the day the U Part Three begins. Get Billy Corbin on the phone. Get that third documentary going because I mean uh, uh, the second bit of the second non-Olympic player we mentioned to have an NIL or out the bat is a freaking Miami player. I mean, come on. Luther Campbell is licking his chops right now. What what was the what was the dude that's in prison? I forget his name. That was that admitted to giving hookers to athletes, even though TJ for some reason just denies it ever happening. He's the only one in the world that doesn't see it. 
uh, what, what, what was the guy's name in, in the second U? Somebody help me out here. Uh, he was a young guy. Shapiro? Some, Neb yeah, Shapiro? Yeah, yeah, not Day. It may not be Day, but it was Shapiro, yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, they come on. There's going to be another one of those guys coming up. Man, I... um. You is back, baby. I just think it's like any person who's like, man, it'd be a real shame if fame and fortune went to people ruin the lives of kids. It's like, dude, come on. I mean, do we not know that the 27 Club exists because people get fame and fortune when they're young and don't know how to handle it? The, the, people not knowing how to handle fame and fortune at a young age is evergreen, okay? I, I love how you bring up the 27 Club in comparison to this. I, I don't know. I mean, but like that's, that's music. It's something different. But like that, that, it's in all walks of life. Some people get rich too quick and they can't handle it. Like that happens. <laughs> this is not anything new. And maybe, maybe it's one of those things too, Trevor, where uh, TJ brings it up kind of often where the kids who don't get introduced to it during high school usually lose their minds and go crazy once they get to college. Maybe if they get a little bit of money and are taught lessons early on, then they'll be able to handle it better instead of, the person who never drinks at all until they get to college and they're an alcoholic at 23. Like maybe this could actually be a benefit. Yeah. Maybe if my, my aunt had, well, no, I won't, I won't, maybe I shouldn't use that whole word for phrase. Uh, but yeah, you, I think, you know, the, the, the thing, I know, I know where your brain was going. Yeah. yeah. She didn't smoke Virginia Slims and I never would have got stolen out of her purse and gotten hooked. Well, I was going to say, maybe if my aunt didn't have a pair, she'd be my uncle, you know, that type of thing. You know, Oh (laughs) If uh, the yeah the yeah I don't know the maybe it doesn't matter how much preparation you give them these kids when they're it's going to be a whirlwind for all with all this money coming in now because now they're um, going to do it. Justin, heads up! As of today, marijuana is legal in Virginia. Congrats, come, Justin! Come on. <laughs> oh, uh, is it really? By the way, is is it now legal in Virginia? Is it like decriminalized or is it like legal for a recreational sale? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think New but, Mexico officially now, I think around now, hmm. maybe today it's now available for recreational though. Good job, New Mexico. Uh, is Nick really using the get the vaccine and this wouldn't have happened card? Nick, several did and they still tested positive. So Nick, the vaccine doesn't matter. Why do people text her? I just don't care. I haven't paid attention to that story at all. I just wanted to tell Trevor to suck it because I, like when, when the, the, pro, the thing is, is just like everybody who's mad at the NCAA, they have rules. If you can't, meet a certain quota then you can i mean they had 10 players you really, really expected them to play first of all it was 13 in the, in the friday night game and they still played it yeah. and they would probably have been willing to play with 13 on saturday if they would have been allowed and if you know what if that was the case then let them do it that would suck but at least they would have been you know, on the field and then you you saying you didn't follow this then you don't argue me because i i did follow this i read the timeline oh okay there you go i, I follow aaron fit on 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 twitter Oh, okay. College baseball writer. I've interviewed him a couple times, also on radio. He's a good guy. Uh, you know, I, I have fall. I followed the story, the timeline of this with Kendall Rogers and company, who did a great job covering it. And so, yeah, it, it was it was BS. It was total BS. We and Sibley kind of screwed him. Yeah, well, I'm just this texture is ready to get a vaccine fight. And yeah, that's just, not, I, I don't. I like would it. rather I would rather sniff Trevor Kelsey farts than fight with a texture about vaccines. Okay, so suck it, texture. This is stupid, Trevor. Uh, I'm going to tell you to suck it, but not really because we're going to have a good time tomorrow. Oh yeah, we're going to have. Thanks for that. We had one more maybe. Um, I I did oh. want to. This is breaking news. Dabo Sweeney says he may quit college football if players get paid. Oh, so. Yeah. Right. D- Dabo Sweeney, oh, he's yeah. he's gonna retire. He's hanging it up. 
I mean, you you brought up DJ Ugly Ugly Googly Eyes or whatever his name is yesterday. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna make he's gonna get paid big time from somebody. Yeah, right off the bat. I mean, Trevor there was a bit. I mean, Ohio there was State. a tweet from uh, 2019 though. It's gonna get a lot of play today, so just I mean, keep an eye out for that, folks. Yeah, boy, uh, don't be surprised. I mean, he's gonna be. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him on a national commercial. Well, Justin, enjoy your trip to Virginia. Uh, yeah. I, I hope you get some swings in while you're there. Enjoy your time off. Trevor, I'll see you tomorrow. We're going to be in studio. It's going to be a blast. And uh, frankly, I can't wait. It's going to hit the ground run. It's going to be an exciting day following all the nil stuff. As deals pop up left and right. Just going to be happy, fun to keep up with it all. Happy Canada Day to the country that brought us Triple Pursuit and penicillin. Oh, thanks, Canada. You're not the best, but close to it. We'll see you all tomorrow. I'm Nick Roush. He's Trevor Kelsey and Justin Kale. And this is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio.